How's it going, folks? Hope you had a good week. Still some of it left. I thought I'd check in with you, um, do a bit of a solo class, which I haven't been doing for a while. Um, something about late night weekends uh, inspires me to share a few thoughts after the week has gone by, and this happens to be another testimony to that uh, phenomenon. Um, we released our 14th episode this week uh, with a fantastic guest, Sheila Chandra. Highly recommend you go and check the last episode out. Uh, it's titled Voices Lost and Found, and it's uh, not just some melodramatic uh, clickbait. It uh, literally refers to an iconic figure in the universe of world music. In fact, probably the first artist who officially f- was one of the founding artists of the genre of um, world music before it actually became one. And uh, um, tragically enough, this amazing artist who was uh, probably, not probably, actually was the first South Asian, well, British Asian artist to ever make it the Billboard, or UK top 10 charts anyway, I think Billboard called one of the, something on the lines of one of the most fascinating voices ever, uh, please don't quote me on that, something on those lines, There's the quote's actually on the episode notes of the same. This amazing artist uh, eventually uh, went on to lose her voice and uh, found it again uh, through a different modality going on to become uh, a very celebrated author and artist coach uh, with the likes of Stick, the very well-known mural artist uh, amongst some of her clients. So yeah, um, definitely an episode you don't want to miss out on. But uh, Tonight's episode isn't about just promoting my last one, it's about some thoughts I'd like to share on a very specific emotion I think we've all been confronted with on multiple levels, all throughout the lives, but even more so, mm, I don't want to say it, but I kind of am going to do so in 2020. The fear, of the emotion I'm referring to, I gave it away already is fear. Now, I don't want to sell myself on, as an expert on the entire me- mechanics of the whole um, human emotional anatomy per se, but I would be brave enough to say I've had my fair share of dealings with it. Uh, my demons have been something I've chosen to confront head on recently and um, some of the turns my life has taken in the recent past have been governed very intrinsically by uh, the nature in which I decided to confront these namely by getting into more investigation of what exactly my fears were where they came from, the 
credibility of their actual existence, the influence they seem to have on my life and my relationship with them. Mm. You know, one of, um, one, of, one of the most interesting conversations I've had with uh, my dear friend Tyler Roxon, shout out to Tyler if he's listening in uh, New York. And this was a conversation uh, we had on his podcast actually. I found myself quoting something that I really resonated with. Um, so it was one of those moments when you know I seemed to be, well, I'm going to go with the terminology channeling. Um, I don't know where exactly your belief systems lie. You're free to interpret that in any manner you want. But I found myself channeling a certain um, sentiment wherein uh, I said something to the effect of, you know, once investigated closely enough, oftentimes we find out that our so-called demons are actually angels in disguise. And, um, yeah, the conversation seemed to lit up quite a bit on um, that occasion. And I think this might be a good time to elaborate a little to the best of my capabilities of exactly what it is I was referring to. So, um, demons, mm, you know, I'm referring to the proverbial kind, um, are basically, in my experience, manifestations of my fears, which eventually turn into certain situations I find myself in, wherein I have had the choice to play victim, which I define as a situation where I'm um, holding the circumstances surrounding me responsible for the way I'm feeling, usually when it's not a very comfortable feeling. Or I'm using that same situation to look inward to see exactly what it is in my line of action that brought myself into that situation in the first place. You know, what has been the direction and the line, of the series of events that I have been complicit to, which brought me into that situation in the first place. Now, my friends who are more familiar with the whole law of attraction paradigm will have no uh, trouble whatsoever relating to this. It's kind of what the whole premise is based on. But for those of us who don't want to you know, go down that road, um, a group I sometimes belong to as well, because as... Um, fascinating as that whole law of attraction um, cons con concept can sound I don't necessarily subscribe to the point of view that it, ha it turning into a belief system but that's just me that doesn't mean I'm disbelieving it because disbelief is actually a stronger <laughs> belief system than believing in something I am NHL but I do want to say that regardless of what our spiritual uh, or philosophical beliefs are, we always do have a choice to take a look at the situations we find ourselves in and choose to examine them from the point of a victim and the point of an investigator. And that choice, that label we put on ourselves, is basically this decisive uh, point wherein these situations which 
I proverbially refer to as demons can turn the same into angels because if I look upon events in my life in my past which have been some of the most scary painful and rough dark times they will nine times out of ten in anyway be the biggest lessons in my life now I know that sounds cheesy it kind of, it is kind of cheesy but I'm stating a fact here so these dark hours in my life the kind I've often found myself referring to as demons eventually went on to build the kind of muscle that I realised I had been wanting to build in the first place to grow now there's another word grow right it's been going around the whole self-help communities so profusely you know can get a little cheesy again in spite though I'm gonna have to just ride with this and say um yeah I mean that growth the kind of growth is very similar to working out I'm going to use working out as an analogy like building strength building a muscle is all about putting your muscle under a certain degree of strength a certain degree of exertion excuse me which kind of destroys the muscle temporarily and forces it to grow in a stronger form so that exertion or that position of discomfort comparable to our darker hours of life can be a comparison on how we can build that spiritual or psychological or mental whatever term you're comfortable with muscle to grow like the growth of a muscle is pretty similar regardless of whether it's physical spiritual mental or psychological all of which in my experience about it were extremely intricately intertwined amidst each other with each other um, you'll forgive my poor grammar here it was all spontaneous just FYI I don't have a, um, a, a, a something I don't have like an essay I'm reading out from because I'm improvising while I say this so um, the reason I get into this is um, I've had a few triggering moments this week and there are a few situations I'm dealing with currently um, which threatened to trigger a lot of fear and I noticed um, all the more that while the circumstances in themselves are easy to blame for the way I feel the fear it instigates the longest the more long-term sustainable solution to dealing with them in a way that doesn't feel um, toxic or harmful is by going into myself and figuring out what it is exactly that I'm really not happy about in my case it's about at the end of the day the only time I'm genuinely dissatisfied about something in my life it's usually because I'm just disappointed in something some form of action in myself I'm not happy with uh, now that's a trick this is a tricky part of the equation too by the way because 
this again is the crossroad at that point when you realize that the reason you feel like shit or you're really angry it's not the person or the situation you're angry at you the only person who can really really piss you off really really make you angry with exception to rule i'm not referring to some moron on the street who comes spits at you or something or calls you uh, i don't know some racist or whatever those are exceptions but i'm referring to like more um for lack of a better word psychological um, situations where you're feeling like you're really mad or really sad or depressed or kind of just disappointed or just pissed off at life nine times out of ten again in my experience all of this are depictions of conclusions I've come to from my own experiences it's because I'm really angry at myself and reverting back to where I was about to say this again is a very tricky situation I think we should be careful with because again you're faced with a choice we can beat ourselves up and go how the fuck could you do this or you can say hmm so that is the reason I feel like I feel like shit and that's like half the solution in the first place if you know what's making you feel like shit and realize that it's in your control I don't like the word control but it's something you can kind of you know it's not as out of control uh, as it often comes across not as out of control as circumstantial um, shittiness <laughs> pardon my French well now he pardons us for forgiveness for his French anyway um it's actually a huge sense of relief because you realize you're not a victim. Um, it also comes with the realization that we're kind of almost always responsible for the shit we find uh, ourselves in one way or the other. I mean, that again is kind of dependable, dependent, excuse me, on the kind of belief systems you base your lifestyle on. But I would go as so far to saying maybe the prospect of all of it being something I'm responsible for at some level or the other is not something we should dismiss at the drop of a hat. It's not an impossibility. But that's another whole different discussion altogether. Maybe in the scope of this podcast will be broad enough get into that someday until then i want to wish you an amazing weekend and if there's anything uh, i'd like you to take away from this podcast that our fears can be our biggest teachers and if we can try and heal and integrate them heal that part of ourselves who are suffering from those fears and integrate them and accept them for what it is it could be a change in paradigm there I said it, a change in paradigm. I said it, I'm cheesy as fuck. Forgive me, but there it is. I wish you a lot of love and a fantastic weekend. You take care now. I'm out.